I've enjoyed these testimonies so much tonight. That first brother that testified spoke about his Christian grandmother. I knew her so well. His mother, as a little girl, used to sit on my knees. I've been around a long time. You live to be 85 years of age. It's a ripe old age. I tell it, but to some of you women, and I'm afraid some of you men wouldn't tell your age for anything in the world. But I'd like to speak tonight just a little about what we all must have to enter the courts of glory. Possibly all the ministers, some in the congregation, could quote my text tonight because it's the sixth verse of the eleventh chapter of the book of Hebrews. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. You know when Jesus was on earth and the mighty miracles that he wrought, you'll be surprised possibly if you begin to look at how many times Jesus gave the credit of that miracle to the one that applied for it. Remember that woman that had that issue of blood? Oh, you've heard that preached on many times. I've endeavored to do so myself. Nobody ever exhausted it because it's a lesson of simple faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. She had an issue of blood. Spent all her living on positions. She didn't get better, but she grew worse. Her funds were exhausted. She was in a, in a pitiful condition. Sometimes an adopter does all he can for you. He don't want you to die in his hand. He'll take you out to Nevada or someplace and change the, the atmosphere in which you're living and so on and so forth. I don't know what they told that woman, but I do know that her funds were exhausted and she was in a pitiful condition. But the news reached her one day that that man that had been working miracles in the land of Judea and walked across those Judean hills and up along the shores of Galilee and he was in her vicinity. And she went to seek him. She was in a pitiful condition, weakened by that constant flow of blood. Her life was ebbing away by the moment when she sought the right physician. And she started to find Jesus. Well, she came to the crowd. It was enough to make anyone turn back. To see that great mob that was surrounding that man called Jesus. Was you ever in a real crowd where you couldn't go back if you wanted to or forward? I remember when I was a lot younger than I am now in this wicked city of St. Louis over here where I used to live. I remember one night, Century Methodist Church, they got the news of Billy Sunday. Some of you younger generation never even heard of him. But he was going to be there. And so, another brother and I went down to hear Billy Sunday, the converted baseball player. We got there. The doors were closed. Crowd gathered on the outside. 
And they had some people out there to sing, entertain the people, before they opened the doors and let that crowd in. After a while, they opened the doors. I was up close enough. We started in. You couldn't have turned back if you wanted to. With that mob behind you, almost tore the buttons right off your claws. They got about so many of the men, and then they forced the door shut until he could preach to them. There's a great mob that day around that man called Jesus and that sickly woman with no strength to spare at all meant in her heart that she was going to get in touch with him. She wasn't going to ask for anything. She was going to take it. Thank God forever. Faith cannot be denied. Its feet is firmly planted on the rock. Amid the wildest storms, faith stands undaunted, nor quails before the mighty thundershock. She knows omnipotence is heard her prayer, and cries, it shall be done, sometime, somewhere. She pressed in. I don't know how the men those days respected the women. I believe they did, in the, uh, they did then more than they did do now since they had to have the women's lip. I know when I was a boy on the streetcar, a young fellow, a young man, a woman got on the streetcar, some boys would get up and give them a seat. Now they'd just uh, sit there and let the women get the seat themselves so they could find one. Things are changed. But the, I believe in that time, people had more respect for the opposite sect. God bless the women. There's nothing in the world as wonderful as a clean, pure woman and a real mother. I lost mine. Doesn't matter. There'll always be a vacancy there that nothing else can ever fail. But those people that day, they may have tried to give her a little room, I don't know. But she pressed in, and she kept on, until she got up close enough. She said, I won't ask him in her heart. I won't ask him to heal me. I won't tell him about my condition. I won't tell him how the doctors have given me up. All I have to do is just reach out one of those bony fingers of mine and touch the hem of the garment that covers that body that's surged, charged to the power of the living God. She believed that. And she got close enough that she reached forth that trembling finger. And immediately, all the change that took place, that form, like her erect again, a bloom came in the cheeks, a sparkle in the eye, victory now, in a moment of time. You say that's impossible. Certainly. Miracles are always impossible. Yes. Miracles are things that's impossible in the natural. It takes a supernatural to work miracles. Man can't do it. They made out on the moon. We served the one that hung out there in space on nothing. Jesus turned around immediately, said, Who touched my clothes? Who touched my clothes? Peter spoke up and he said, Boy, Master, we stood around you like a bodyguard almost. We've tried to keep the people back off of you. Words along that line. That is, he said, they jostle you and so on and so forth and bump against you and this and that. And you ask a question like that. But Jesus said something different. Somebody's touched me. I perceive something has gone out of me. There's been a virtue went out of me. Glory be to God. Touch Jesus. Let him touch as he passes by tonight. He'll hear the faintest cry. 
The woman knew then that she was discovered, and she came forward, and she told him what had happened. What did he say? He said, your faith has made you whole. Whose faith? The faith of that woman. I say faith cannot be unanswered. Describe it? No, no. That's beyond my capability. Anybody else? There's no man walks on two feet that can describe faith. You live, got a campground here. It was spoken of existence, the earth was, by the great God that I serve. It wasn't, and it was. It came to pass when he said that the waters roll back and the dry land appear. Say, so you still believe that? You got anything any better? Yeah, got anything any better than that? And I think of that Syrophoenician woman. That woman that had a girl, a daughter vexed with the devil. And there's a few like that these days. Yes, there is once in a while. Heard a woman testify the night she had seven devils cast out of her. Well, that's what Mary Magdalene had cast out of her the time Christ was on earth. That Syrophoenician woman had a girl. She couldn't do anything with her. They could take her any doctor they wanted to. They would say, you should do this. You haven't raised her right. Maybe you made a baby out of her and this and that. But it's all the same. That's what they tell them now. You go there for help. So on and so forth. They begin to pry around, see if you're a daddy's girl or a daddy's boy, whatever the case may be. Say, that's what's the matter with the child. Well, what's the matter with people today is that they serve the wrong master. And when you get the, that thing out of you, you'll be a different person altogether. And that Syrophoenician woman went to the right source, and she followed Jesus. She came out of the coast of Canaan, and she was crying, calling out, Have mercy upon me. I've got a daughter... Vexed with the devil. Healer. The disciples couldn't stand it. I suppose they uh, take a tranquilizer now and quiet the nerves. That's the way people do now. Lots and lots of people are going to hell because they get under conviction and they take a tranquilizer to go to sleep and wake up in eternity without God. Those disciples couldn't stand it. He said, send her away. She cries after me. Jesus said, I'm only sent to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. The word of God said he was to come unto his own and his own received him not. You know, Jesus called her to him. What would you desire? What do you want? Yeah. Oh, that you'd cast the devil out of my daughter. Yeah. But all oh, the rebuke she met when Jesus said, It's not meat to take the children's bread yeah. and cast it to the dogs. He's speaking now like a Jew. He looked at the Gentiles like that. He, he was a Jew according to the flesh. Yeah. But he'd come out of the bosom of the Father up there in glory land. So he turned to that woman and he said, it's not me to take the children's breath and cast it to dogs. What would you have done? Yeah. What would you have done in that time? Yeah. Would you turn around and walk away with bitterness in your heart? Not, not that woman. No. Not that woman. No. She said, oh, yes. But she said, don't you know, the dogs under the table, eat of the crumbs that fall from the table, the children's yeah. table. Yeah. Jesus looked at her and said, oh, woman. Great is thy faith. Go your way. The devil's gone out of your daughter. I'd like to witness that meeting, wouldn't you? I don't know what kind of a tantrum that daughter was in when the mother left. I don't know what she was doing, but I could see something happen as I looked beyond. Now, her, think about that day. I could see something different take place at home. There's been a change there. That young girl, she looks so different now. Something has happened. Up the path comes a mother. 
turns the doorknob, swings open the door, and steps inside. And that daughter that despised her, spit in her face, had no use for her, threw her arms around her, said, Oh, Mama, something's happened. Something's happened. Something took place today. Yes, the mother could say, I met that man, Christ Jesus. Our home is different now. Then I think, you know, that centurion, that man, had a bunch of soldiers under him. And his child was sick and ready to die. He sent a messenger. He said, you go and ask that man, Christ Jesus, to heal my child. All oh, those Jews spoke up right away and said, yes, you go. That man uh, loves our nation. He's built a synagogue for us. Go and do something for him if you can. And Jesus started. But he met a messenger. And that messenger said, I come from my master. He said, don't you come under my roof. I'm not worthy to have you come under my roof. I belong to the uncircumcised Romans. I'm not worthy that you should step under my roof. But he said, you just speak the word. And my servant or my child shall be healed. Just speaking. Jesus turned around to his disciples. He said, I haven't found so great faith. Not in Israel. Where was the faith? He's in the man, the centurion. He said, go your way. Your way, your son liveth. Yes. And that, another miracle was wrought. Because they believed in God. They dared to trust him. And I think of that maniac out there, you know, that lived in the tombs. Jesus came by. My Bible says the devils believe in, and tremble. It's humanity that don't believe. Yes. And when that man came in contact with the Lord Jesus Christ, nobody could tame him. He broke the chains that bound him. And night and day he was in the tombs there crying, cutting himself with stones. People were afraid to go by that way. But he came running to Jesus and cried out, What have I to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to torment me before my time? Jesus said, What is your name? The devils answered, Legion, for we are many. And they began to plead with him. The devils began to flee. You're the one that stubborns it out. The devils began to plead. They knew they stood face to face with the eternal God in the form of man. And they began to plead, if you cast us out, don't cast us back into the deep where we came from. They heard a swine feeding on the mountainside. And they said, cast us into the swine. And he said, go. And that whole bunch of pigs, about 2,000 of them, ran violently down that steep place into the river or into the sea. And they were drowned. You know, a pig has a peculiar way of swimming. If you don't know anything about them, they'll drown themselves because of the fact that they... And the, the front feet, sharp hoofs on their front teeth, they'll cut their own throat, trying to swim. A pig will do that. And that whole herd that day was sacrificed because of the devils that went out of that man. Yeah. Say, what that got to do with me? What's got that got to do with me? But just this much. Yeah. If you'll give God tonight a chance at your life, and you'll come with all your heart tonight, I'll guarantee you that victory will crown your efforts. And you that have been seeking tonight for your baptism, are seeking for your sanctification, you could get it tonight right there as you sit in your seat. Why? Because you'd believe, and the victory would come. If you're crippled and all drawn over, God can straighten you out. 
in an instant of time. He did that for that woman that was all bowed over. He's still the great healer. Oh, we fail him many times in the testing hour, but God remains the same. Oh, I can look back not very long ago when I arrived in pain. Your brother Teeny stayed with me two different nights. He stayed all night. As the hours went by, the pain was so intense. I'd run around like a wild man and lay down on the floor. But ah, at last, I thought, maybe this is it. Maybe I'm going to join my wife over yonder. She's already gone. Maybe this is it. So the best thing is to call in a physician. I'm not preaching this to your doctors. That's your own business. I'm just telling you about what God did for me. So I said, call up. We called up to the same clinic. And we'd got a man out to see my wife before she passed into glory. But another man was on duty. Altogether different. He wanted to talk to Brother Tini. How I was acting. How is the pain? On the right side? No, it isn't. It's on the left side. But it can't be appendicitis said. He didn't know what it was. But he had something that he thought it was. So he had to go to the hospital. So he said, Can I talked to him. They brought the phone to me. I was lying on the floor. I get something right hard under my stomach to get a little relief. And they brought the phone to me. And he told me, you'll have to go to the hospital. That I can come there, give you all kind of tests, find out what the trouble is. I said, I don't want to go to the hospital. No. No. Oh, he said, I can't take care of you there. I said, I'm 84. That was last year. I'm 84 years of age. I'm ready to die. Ah, oh, thank God. Thank God. Thank God. You can face eternity if you've got the victory in your soul. I said, I'm ready to die. I don't want to go to the hospital. He gives the phone back to the other man. He said, to Brother Tini, I don't want to take this case. He won't do what I want him to do. He left me alone. He never come out to see. I can understand. If I wasn't going to obey him, he didn't want my case at all. But all oh, people, the great physician, he still makes house calls. Amen. Yes, thank God. And he came down. Amen. He came down. In these last months, I've gained strength I haven't had. For all time. Eternal God still lives today. If you dare to put your faith and trust in him, he'll do something for you tonight. Bring that arthritis. Bring that trouble. Bring that disease tonight to Jesus. Right now you sit in your seat. He would answer. Bring that sin-sick soul tonight. Come in tonight, backslider. Are you here? Did you used to testify? You've forsaken your God? Oh, return to the God that you've deserted. He was depending on you. You left him in the time of battle. Come home tonight. Won't you come home? Won't you come home? Oh, if we'd all in this, in this place tonight, just look away for a second to heaven and believe God. There'd be such a rain of power come down. Something you never saw in all your life before. Do you believe God tonight? Do you believe God tonight? You go through the New Testament and find out how many times Jesus told them, your faith has made you whole. Yes. Ten lepers, tell you that before I close. Ten lepers. And crying, Jesus, our son of David, have mercy upon us. 
He said, go show yourself to the priest. You know what that meant? They showed themselves to the priest after they was healed. And then they brought a sacrifice. Two birds and an earthen vessel. And out over a running water, they would kill one bird. Now there's the earthen vessel. There's the water. Then here's the death of the one bird. And they dipped that live bird in the blood of the dead one and sent it out. There's the resurrection. There's the victory. Thank God forevermore. Yeah, son. Go show yourself to the priest. Every one of them started. I'll have to admire that nine that didn't even come back because they had enough faith to get healed. And they was going with leprosy. But as they went, they was healed every one of them. I say faith cannot be unanswered. It's impossible for it to be unanswered. Here's what you feel. Here's the symptoms you have. Is have your faith in God that brings the victory. Oh, come to light and believe Him, will you? You could get saved right there. If you sit in your seat. You could get healed there. If you believe God. I was called in to pray just for a person just recently. He had it all fixed up. He had a hernia. What do you call that? Obstruction, yeah, we called it. Nice boy. Anyhow, he had it all fixed up to go and have it taken care of. But he said, the Lord's able to heal me. So I would have to go to the hospital. That You don't get it that way. He'd already made his plans. You don't get it that way. You get it by saying, I'll trust you, Lord. Come on. Go, sink or swim. I'll trust you. That's when you get the victory. We prayed for him. Yes, he went. He's out now. He's, he's all right for his that's concerned. But he lost a great blessing back there. And so tonight, you, I'm speaking to you. I wonder how many of us tonight in this place has got an ailment. You've got something matter with your body tonight. You'd like to have it healed. Why don't you raise your hand heavenward tonight and say, but that act, I, I would like to be, be prayed for. I need something. Yes, if your heart went up behind uh, that hand of yours, it's done now. I wonder who you are tonight that needs to be saved here. You're a backslider. Whoever you are, will you rise tonight and come to Jesus? There's a song, 115, I think it is. I'd like to have, have a sing that tonight. It's an old-fashioned song. Pass me not, O gentle Savior. He's passing your way now. Invite him to come in to your row where you sit. Tell him to come tonight and give you the victory. Take away your troubles and your pains. He'll set you free. Moses died. Say, you're not Moses. I, I believe I recognize that. He died at 120. His natural force was not abated. His eye wasn't dim. The time had come to go. And he called up old Mount Nebo to meet his God and let the angels bury him. Amen. That's the God that we serve tonight. He hasn't changed any. Will you rise and come now? Will you rise and come now as we sing, sound and sing? Will you come? Right now. Get up and make your way this way. And God will meet you before you ever reach the altar if you come with all your heart. Let us stand and sing.